out now. Hold your I'm, breath. I am praying. Hold your breath. Praying for Brett Maher to make this extra point. 27 seconds left in the half. This extra point. He kick. missed it. He pulled it. He pulled, he it, pulled it to left. the left. Yeah, that may be the inspiration for some of your headlines. This shows off, Bobby. This will be, I believe, your first experience with it. Uh, we did this back in the day after humongous wins, and this certainly qualifies. I don't know, Chop, what do you think in our 12 years together? In terms of the biggest win? Yeah. What were the wins before they lost with the Dez catch that year? Detroit. Okay, this is bigger than that. Uh, and then the previous year was Seattle. I'm oh, sorry, the previous, the, the next time was Seattle. Yeah. Uh, before the Rams game. I mean, that was that was big because Seattle, you know, Russ was still in his prime. That was a regular season game. No, it was a playoff game. That was when Dak toppled over. When yeah. they won in Arlington. They won in Arlington, yeah. It was, it was, it was the wild card weekend. Then they went to the Rams the next week. This, I mean, I was at that. I was at that Seattle game. Clearly, not well, of sound mind. Uh, this is this is bigger than that, in my opinion. Well, it's bigger because it's Brady, even though he's not Brady anymore. Yeah, and they play better. This is the best they've played in any playoff game. It's not even close in in our twelve years. Twelve years, three playoff wins now. Is that what it is? Twenty. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, you, Detroit. You, you Detroit. Seattle. Eighteen. Yeah. And this, yeah, yep, three. My God, yeah, because you missed 09. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have come here if you told me it was three playoff wins in twelve years. I'm like, that's it, <laughs> because your success a lot of times uh, is determined by the success of the teams. Three playoff wins. This is is by far the number one playoff moment. That Seahawks game on the road. I'll never forget where I was uh, when I was at uh, Kelvin Joseph's uh, area of town uh, watching that game. You know the vibe. Uh, watching that game at the OT Tavern uh, in that in that area on on Greenville, this may be one. This this may be it. And headlines is basically coming up with that newspaper topic. You know those magical words that quickly, succinctly summarize what happened, and we have music for it. Eight seven seven. 881 Let's make Mac Engel proud at the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Toppy, what do you got? All right, let's do this. Buck, yes. Like it. Of course. <laughs> Not Tampa's day. <laughs> I like it. Two for two. Unlike Maher. Oh. That's some good Dak right there. Oh, my. That's a little graphic. A lot of graphic. Can't buck with Dak. I'll take uh, it. Unbelievable. Bay? Tampa Bay. Oh, and going to the Bay next. Uh. A star reborn. Four. Dak. Okay. Tell me something good. I like that movie. We got a Dak to ride. Good God. Hey. Here's one for you. Uh, <laughs> what'd, you what'd you do after writing these last night? <laughs> what was the inspiration? Uh, I, mean, I wrote this morning. I didn't realize I wrote this morning. Oh, yeah. you can wake up with it too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one's for you Trey Lewis fans out there. Getting Dak down in Dallas. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. yeah. Dak does Dallas. Yeah. And then the final one, for all you Gucci man out there. Girl, he dacked up. My That's lord. Good. You like that? Yeah, there you I go. do like that. 
Play the music. <laughs> this is no, the the hub. <laughs> the hub. Did you work the game last night? No. No, I didn't. Okay. I was that was your he, excuse. He worked Molly. That was your pass. <laughs> not not the pill either. <laughs> not, not the pill. No, but, he'd be more on his game if he did that. He'd be more on his game. He'd be he'd be, he'd be touching the, the board like <laughs> He'd be talking about that sunrise like you guys were. <laughs> All right, any other headlines coming in from the Tolos, Twitter, truckwreck.com, text line as... I don't think you'll see a lot of RJs in the papers this morning, but maybe yeah. maybe the internet. Uh, well, there's someone out here that we can't even say either. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Finkel and Maher, Maher and Finkel. It's a good Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. <laughs> it is. Uh, Big Dak Energy. That's good. Yes. Uh, let's see. Big Dak Vibes. Uh, let's see. Boys go buck wild. <laughs> Tom Foolery. All right. Look at the creativity. Dallas passed the Bucks. Oh. No, the Bucks. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well done. Uh, let's well done. see. Cab- uh, goodbye, East Coast. Hello, West Coast. Uh, let's see. That was... Dalton Schultz on Tampa. What? Jared Sandler sent me one. Jared, I can't read this. I'm not trying to get dumped like you on Rangers broadcasts. Uh, sitting there sending me this about, well, I can't. I can't. Where even did you play Major League Baseball? Yeah. Yes. Here we go. This one, I like this one. Give us up. We need a good walk off. Legend killer. Legend killer. So, but the way they say it, you've got a picture of Brady there, but you also have a picture of Romo because he killed them both. Oh, nine well, God, baby. But one's not a legend. Uh, all right, it's uh, Sean and RJ along with Bobby, Peyton, and Ryan here on a Tolo Tuesday. Jerry Jones live at 8.30. I have my own oh. piece of paper here. Very not, letterman of you. It's not, what do we got here? It's not newspaper headlines on my piece of paper. It's receipts. I've been keeping them. When you're a petty individual like me and Bobby, I even think Bobby may be more petty than Choppy. I don't even think there's a. I don't even think there's a contest. I've lost my pettiness. I'm, I'm too old to be petty. Okay. When I did you lose, lose it? What age? Uh, I mean, I've been slowly losing it, but I just, I don't know. I'm just too old to be petty. Okay. Congrats. I Wait, still like other people's pettiness. Just trying to figure out how long I have left of this because I enjoy it. Oh, your your tank is more than you're at three quarters. You got a ways to go. I'm happy. I need someone else to be petty with me. <laughs> but I kept the receipts for Tolos and media members. Over the past month and over the past few weeks, let us start off with Stephen A. Smith. I don't give a damn what Jerry Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, throughout America, Jerry Jones is lying to you. He's lying. Mike McCarthy lose this game. Mike McCarthy going to get fired. I don't give a damn what anybody says. We know how I feel about Jerry Jones, but let me be very, very clear. I'm going to say it again. I don't mean to be offensive. Okay. He's lying. If the Dallas Cowboys lose this weekend, Mike McCarthy's job ain't the only one in trouble. I don't give a damn what Jerry Jones is telling y'all. He's lying. Mike McCarthy's job is on line this weekend. He better not lose this game. He better not lose this game. Now, look, he's not technically wrong because they didn't lose. But Stephen A. Smith yesterday on first take, Bobby was looking at it. From his hotel window in Tampa, showed up in a dumb Ric Flair outfit and was doing the Nature Boy intro with Michael Irvin. He was crapping on on the Cowboys family. They brought out 
Dak and Zeke's father. And Stephen A. sitting there with his cowboy hat and a cigar talking about how this would happen. You know it's going to happen. It's inevitable. This is what the Cowboys are going to do. And then last night, conveniently, that little coward runs and hides on social media. I didn't see a late video. Maybe I missed it. I stayed up to about midnight. Nobody sent it to me. No tweets except for, I'm going to be on Good Morning America. I'm going to be on GMA. That's it. Nothing during the game. No video, as he does when the Cowboys lose. So there's my receipt for Stephen A. Smith. And we are now two steps closer. Two steps closer to being on first take. To being on first take with the bet that we made with Stephen A. That Two steps closer. That could be fun. Yep. We that, lost our dinner. We lost, well, I mean, it was really going to be a win for us, even though we're going to have to pay yeah. for Stephen uh-huh, A. Uh-huh. Take him out to dinner. So that got taken off the table. And now we need two more wins to have our segment on national TV. Yeah, I was really disappointed I couldn't get down there and hold up a like a whale behind him yesterday because <laughs> he got down. Man, it was Was it crazy? Pa- yeah, it was packed. Because because we wa- I walked down for lunch with Nick Eatman and Patrick well. Walker after the show. And it, the show had been over for a while and we went over there to get food and it was still just like super crowded. Do you think it do you think in that type of setup Stephen A gets a bigger reaction than Michael Irvin? Probably not uh, even a doubt, right? Uh, Stephen A is like the bigger star in that envi- I mean, in that in that yeah, environment. Yeah, cuz he's he's uh you know you 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 show up to see the heel. There there's a lot there were a ton of Cowboys fans there though. So I'm sure there was a bunch of Michael Irvin love. What was the stadium breakdown? Oh, the, the, there wasn't a big Cowboys takeover. I'd guess I don't know, maybe 10%. Yeah, what? They, they all yeah. they all matriculated to one area in the post game show. You can see them on the rafters. Yeah, so typically only ten. Yeah, the the way you can tell if there's any sort of a takeover is look outside of the Cowboys sideline. So if you're behind the Cowboys sideline, fans are gonna try to buy tickets behind there typically. So they'll all it'll look like oh wow they've got a, a decent mix up there. But if you then look in the end zones or behind the box, if there's no blue, which there wasn't, then. I, yeah. I don't think they had much of a takeover. You know, you, you could tell when I was I was at I was at the uh, the Rams playoff game show at the Coliseum, well, uh, and then you could tell like you know before the game, before the game is when you can really tell the amount of road fans. I, it's it, before the game. It was it was painfully obvious the day before the 49ers game last year that San Francisco was going to travel well to Dallas. Trayvon they Diggs didn't, they didn't travel well. They just moved here. <laughs> Trayvon Diggs kept a receipt for screaming a. We just won. What's the score? 31-14. Stephen A., watch your mouth. Woo! Watch your mouth. <laughs> watch your mouth. Then he gave the playoff chain to Mike McCarthy. We're going to have to recreate that dance here on the fan cam. And then I kept a receipt for Bobby's colleague, uh, Jane Slater. Slater. Who took a backhanded shot at me last week asking Jerry about McCarthy's job she did status. Not. Uh, took a little shot saying that the NFL Network, you know, uh, this was beneath them for them to talk about this topic. And then yesterday, lo and behold, in the post, who's talking to Jerry about McCarthy's job? When she asked him, can this go ahead and put it to rest? Can we put the Sean Payton? Here's Jane. Can Mm. we put the Sean Payton rumors to rest? Let's don't go there. But let's don't let me, because I said don't go there. (laughs) imply that I'm leaving it open. Exactly. Okay. okay. I'm real hard. I'm being tongue-in-cheek. I'm real hard. Uh, uh, I haven't equi- equivocated since last night in saying that Mike McCarthy I'm satisfied with. Okay. <laughs> Nothing of the last 12 hours has changed my mind. All right. 
<laughs> That's my new favorite drop. Peyton's up. Peyton's away now. All right. Next receipt, Kellen Moore. All y'all wanted him fired last week. One of the top offenses in the league. One in three in points scored over the past two years. Please, someone take him off our hands with the job interviews. This is what the text line was. This is what Twitter was. Dan Quinn, by the way, telling uh, Joe Buck and Aikman he's got a second team involved. He's going to interview with the Broncos Friday, and there's a second team in the mix, according to Joe Buck, for Dan Quinn. Do you have any idea who that is? Mm. Uh, let's let's see here. Who? What are the job? I don't think it would be Arizona. Um, Brandon Staley's still in the building there. His may, ex- maybe that's why he says the second team in the mix. Maybe it's a team that has a coach is is going to have a coach gone that does not have their coach gone right now. Uh, so uh, I I kept receipts. Kellen Moore. What else could you have wanted the Cowboys to do last night? Involvement from everybody. Tony Pollard clearly the number one back. Over Zeke. Uh, Dak Prescott, use of the legs. At one point in the third, 23 passes, 23 runs. It didn't feel like we were ramming our head into the wall with first and second down. Zeke rushes. It was all there. It was all on full display. That was a masterclass from Kellen Moore, who, yes, had his quarterback playing very, very well. But these Kellen Moore receipts need to be brought up. Yeah, and I think... uh Generally, we've been pretty level-headed about Kellen Moore here on, on well, this Well, actually, I shouldn't have gone to you because you've been the biggest critic. You, uh, and, you and Broadus have been the biggest Kellen Moore critics. So maybe I should go to you and apologize first apologize. or Choppy, or Choppy, who probably had no, more of a sane Kellen take. Th- th- hold on. I dispute this. I, I just was criticizing the first down runs in the last month of the season. I have consistently Receivers said— Receivers getting open. I have consistently—that's, I think, a receiver issue. I, have, oh, I thought he could scheme him open. I have, I've consistently said Kellen Moore is a better than league average coordinator, and I would not want to have a, like I would not want to move on from him and go with whatever Dallas may go find on the open market. So I never heard that. I, apology accepted, Sean. Okay. Yeah, look, I mean, he, he is a better than league average OC, um, but also like every other OC, better than league average. By the way, with with the with the numbers they put up the past two years, is an insult. You realize that, 10. right? You're not giving yeah. him a compliment when you're one and three in points and you say you're better than league average. That's that's an insult. Well, the fact that it's with Dak, like I think Dak is a top 10 quarterback paired with a better than league average OC and it creates a top offense. I think that's what you have. Yeah, I mean, they also have, they have good players too on the offense and that, that, will, that will help elevate everything. But, you know, Kellen's not unlike any other OC. If You are at some point the mercy of your, of your quarterback. If they play great, you're going to look like a genius. And if they play bad, you're going to look like you're a moron. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, they have to figure out things to do together. And they have to, he has, he has to pair it up uh, with the best possible place to go. Dak was, Dak was so good last night. Uh, and, and he was making the right reads and he was being aggressive and he was throwing downfield. What's NGS? Next gen stats. Okay. Dak earned a season high 94 in the next-gen passing system, season high. Most games with 90-plus next-gen passing score, Mahomes 7, Dak 6, Josh Allen 5. Ooh. Last wow. night was number one. Last night was number one. I, I don't know what that score is. I've not seen that I'm score. not familiar with it, but I do generally. I've not ever found next-gen stats to have something that I thought was 
flawed. I'd, I'd still have to look good. at it, but generally they're pretty good. I, I by the way, I got to shout out my favorite headline that I've seen come in so far from nine seven two, bucking the trend. I like that one. And now my biggest receipt because it's on now. I've gone full Bobby Belt. Yeah. I've turned and, I, and I'm not going back unless I get a sincere apology. Apologize. The power of the dark side. From this guy. That's the worst game I've ever seen Dak Prescott play. And candidly, this is Ooh. the worst season I've ever seen Dak Prescott play. Ooh. The consistency with where the football goes into the wrong place has to be disturbing and alarming. I, I think Ooh. we've talked about that a little bit this year, like depressing. That they're trying to feel, and I feel like he thinks my offensive line's not great in protection, so I have to get the ball to my hand so quickly. The only guy that I really think is going to do something outside is CeeDee Lamb. So there's this feeling of trying to almost be perfect on every, simple, every single play. But RC, the ball goes to the wrong place way too much for a guy who's too proven yeah. as Dak Prescott. All right, so since the middle of December... Now, remember, what he did last night with the QBR rating is like... Doesn't happen. I mean, that, that, that 96.5 Okay, so just doesn't keep, happen. keep that number in your head, 96.5. From mid-December, these are his QBRs. A 74. Very good. Against Jacksonville, which a lot of people listening criticized him for. You were wrong about that game. 86.4 against Philly. No one could dispute that he won that. He had a 78.2 against Tennessee. And then they had, he had the horrific stinker against the Commanders. So, I've been defending him. We've been defending him over the past month. The lazy interception narratives. Dan Orlovsky. And by the way, QBR uh, won't. The, the, so, the, the, the Hendershot interception in Tennessee, where he was wide open by five yards yeah. and hit off his chest. That won't be a part of QBR. That won't dock him for that. So, Orlovsky, with his playoff quarterback ratings, put Dak at 12 out of 14. I was arguing with Dan all last week on on direct message, and I'm like, how are you going to have Tom Brady over Tom Dak? Brady. How are you going to have Daniel Jones over Dak? You know, I, I, I had to believe that Bobby was right, that he was doing this just to troll and get clicks and for attention. And Orlovsky also had a clip when they were discussing the Cowboys saying, someone says, if the Cowboys dominate this game, he goes, they won't, they won't. And then at the end, he goes, all Tampa has to do, if they run a good amount of play action, they win the game. So last night, he tweeted, Tampa Bay play calling sucks. And I wrote back, you said all they had to do was run some play action and they'll win. And then he wrote back to me and said, don't don't be a liar. <gasps> and I was like, Uh-oh. Okay. It's on. It's it's that's uh, that's that's overboard. That's that that's that's overboard. So I just start kind of blasting him on social media. Um, I'm I'm just sending out the. You, I can't tell you how early in this game I was just ready to unleash on everybody, but I didn't want to jinx it because of these crazy comebacks that happened. Wild card. I was telling y'all in the text chain. Be stop. Be quiet. Yeah, you got burned with Jacksonville, burned. and so you had to. You, you, but I thought Buffalo was over early. I thought all these games were over early at some point. And they get, what happened there? Wal- yeah. Wolchuk, I was calling Wolchuk because I was getting on the plane, and I hadn't seen the Buffalo score yet. And he's like, well, you won't have to watch it on the plane. It's over. 
He's like, Buffalo's up 17. They're not going to. So, Atolo got involved in this and absolutely nailed it. He called Orlovsky the hedger. He he called Orlovsky the hedger. I said, you said that Dallas wouldn't dominate. You said play action passes is all Tampa needed. And you've also been insulting Dak. You've been crapping all over him. So, own it. He goes, oh, I guess you didn't see me yesterday morning when I actually picked the Cowboys to win the game. Boom. And I said, Dak would improve. And I and I told him, I can't keep up with your flip-flopping. You are a freaking hedger. You say, you say 12 different things. Your quarterback list is inconsistent. You have Brady higher than Dak because of the mystique. All y'all told me the mystique was going to haunt the Cowboys. <laughs> Michael Irvin, by the way, deserves the most props. He actually asked for Tom. He said, this is the matchup we want. Playmaker nailed that. And then you have Daniel Jones ahead of Dak because of the way he's been playing. And I was like, you have to be consistent with your list. And I'm like, you're a flip-flopper. I can't keep up with you. I'm done. You're you're taking away. You're giving too much negative energy uh, during this amazing moment. And then I got the direct message. Have you read it yet? No. And I'm not going to read it. Why? I got got the DM, and it just starts with this. You know how you can... You click on your yes. DMs, yeah, and it just starts. Hey, it just starts with seriously question mark, and I haven't opened it, and I'm not going to open it. It just starts. Oh, let me watch. Let Dude, me read. It. Let you, me read. It. You made you you made me open the DM that I never wanted to open. That's only fair. It yeah. may just be seriously. I don't know. If that's all. Well, he. Let's find out. All right, we'll find out. Choppy, here's my computer, and I want to see it too. Hold I, on. I think, oh. I can't see this white screen. All Good right. gosh! I need to wipe. I need. To, I need to wipe the screen. No, 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 no! It's, you, got, no. you don't have dark mode. You need on. To be, he wants you to be on Twitter, uh, like right. dark mode. Okay. That, oh, I think this is just seriously. I think that's all it well, is. Well, click on it. There may be double messages. Because you see how it's bold. I didn't. I didn't click it. Yeah. I left it unclicked. Click be- on it. Because I. I just. I'm done that's with it? this guy. Oh, wait. Seriously. Hang on. Let's see if I can mark it as unread. No, you oh, can't. That yeah, seriously. That's all it says. That's all it says. So I'm I'm done now. Seriously? Uh, Bobby, you're right. You you, you like you, you just throw out opinions against the wall and then you point to I was right at this point in time. And I'm like, man, I I I I liked I, I liked the guy personally. I tried to defend him against Bobby, but after he did the 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 child, the kids thing with Peyton. You know, making making me and Peyton seem like we need to be on Chris Hansen's show. And then he insults <laughs> he insults Dak throughout the entire week. We have your he's got an excuse for everything. Oh, they asked me to do those rankings, Sean, before the playoffs started. And then I said the day before that Dak would actually play well. So here here's one more clip of Dan that he says he didn't say. He called me a liar for playing this audio of him on TV. But they have to make it happen on the field. Super quick. I'd be shocked if they got to the Super Bowl. Simply put, if the Tampa Bay offense lives in play-action pass, they will beat the Dallas Cowboys. Now, look, maybe they didn't live in play-action pass. It's not a 30-point difference, though. Yeah, Maybe they didn't live in play-action pass, but I was like, you said play-action, Tampa wins. And he goes, no, you're a liar. So he called me a liar on it. So done with him. And I, I'm just going to tweet him the QBR numbers. Uh, where he had Dak Prescott number 12, and Dak ended up number one after the playoff week. Say, hey, here's your employer's formula. Tell me what you think of this. There's one flaw in this, and that is he got attention. They all did. They all get attention. But me and you were trying to hold out belief that he wasn't trying to do it for attention. Oh, no, I don't believe That he was actually, like, genuine. I do believe he's he's genuine with it. I think he's an idiot. But we're giving him attention, which is ultimately... What they want. I, I, I will say, I was talking to somebody yesterday who knows Orlovsky and was trying to defend him and saying, like, hey, he's a good guy. Like, he blah, blah, blah. 
but they were saying he's a good guy but yeah he just hot to like he doesn't he believe that he just throws that stuff out there and that's that's what he does like he anytime the i've flip ever flip flopping and that, then to say then to say i said this at this point in time i'm not keeping track of what you said yesterday morning i assumed last week when you said uh when you called out dak this tweet is perfect. What about your DMs? What did he say about Dak and your DMs about the way he played? Like, Daniel Jones has been better. Fact. And Tom Brady has been better. Here's his tweet last night. Simply put, this is perfect. This is perfect. Um, Down to the last minute detail. Wait a second. <laughs> he said something. He paraphrased it like, credit, uh, credit where credit is due from Dak. He played. He did last night what he hasn't done all year long. So it's like yeah, a backhanded yeah. compliment. Said, I can't find he said, it. I don't simply know. Simply put, Dak was fantastic tonight. He was everything he hasn't been all season tonight. Decisive, yes. aggressive, confident, convicted, free. One of the best games I've seen him play. Credit where it's due. This, this is why I hate. And he uses this phrase a lot. And I'm glad you're coming over to my side on this, Sean. Just like Brock Purdy and several other things that I've educated you on. Uh, is that when he says. I've always said, or I've always, no, you have lost the right to ever say I've always said because you've never always said anything. Yes. It, it always changes. It always changes. And people, and he'll go, I reserve the right, not like, not from, not from day to day. If you change day to day, you're a flip flopper and you're just hoping that we're not watching you every single day to hold you to the fire. So those are my receipts. Uh, and then, and then the Tolos at eight o'clock. I hope that y'all own some of the Dak and Kellen receipts. Uh, I don't know whether whether you will, but I didn't get any. I was wrong about Prescott over the past month. I didn't get any of that in my mentions. I want to see what happens with the phone calls at 8. This is, this is my favorite. This is the most Dan Orlovsky tweet from last night. He quote tweets somebody who wrote, Kellen has the hand signals for Tampa Bay's defense. It's why they're going no huddle, get to the line of scrimmage, force defense at home to communicate non-verbally and get into perfect calls on offense. And Dan Orlovsky quoted that and said, this is 100% spot on. Do you know who he's quote tweeting? Himself. <laughs> no. Yes. Really? You can't quote tweet yourself. It's right there. <laughs> this, is, this is 100% spot on. <laughs> yeah, you can quote tweet yourself and write something else, like an, an addition to it, but not just confirming what you said. What he did in terms of trying to come on the show and dodging and then spinning that on us and saying they're trying to interrupt my time with my children. Yeah, that, I should have learned from that and that carried over to his Dak and Cowboy take. So those are my receipts. I don't know if I have any others. Uh, I, I want to talk about uh, Trayvon Diggs. Did Diggs have a, gr- a good, great, or bad game? I want to get the Diggs versus change up this music. I want club music. I want to start partying. Uh, no, no more of this lollygag. I told you, uh, hip hop, club music, bangers. Get RJ Spotify if you need to, uh, and just go ahead. Yeah, just keep it on. Yeah, you want my? Yo, I, I will give you. I will give you some good stuff. <laughs> I don't think he has enough time to edit. You got to get all the edited versions know, right? of the stuff that. Well, I'll tell you what, it'll be new. It'll be new stuff. It'll be new stuff. A little uh, Latino trap. You want some of that? I just want all this throughout the remainder of the show. I want to party it up with the Mike McCarthy chain. So, we were killing Diggs for his tackling last night. Uh, I was taking some cheap shots. I took a cheap shot on social media when Diggs gave McCarthy the necklace. I said, that can't be the tackle chain. But Atolo may have been correct and said, we don't pay him to tackle. 
Mike Evans, six for 74. Was that primarily digs in coverage? Because that is what matters the most. Primarily, but he was also, I saw he was on Godwin occasionally. Here's what I did notice. I noticed there were times where Diggs was getting beat in coverage and Diggs was making like missing tackles or there were a few times where it's not going to show up as a missed tackle, but he just was doing the old Olay bit a little bit, like oh, in traffic. He was kind of, like, kind of running, running parallel to them down yeah. the sideline. Yeah, just like, oh, okay, let me, let me just kind of. There was a third down. It wasn't like a missed tackle. I, I didn't want to get too harsh with it because I couldn't tell whether it was an angle, but there was a third down where the Bucks receiver caught it short of the first and digs like completely wrong on the angle. It gave the Buccaneers momentum. Mike Evans with a third down catch. Um, and then there was another Diggs tackling incident, which the Tolos pointed out. But if he limited Mike Evans to this, there was a point in this game until the very end, I forgot Mike Evans was on the field. And a lot of that credit goes to Micah and the pass rush because Tom Brady could never set his feet. But I want to give I want to give Diggs coverage props if if needed. I, I had Diggs star down. Like, like not just for the tackling. I thought there were times where he wasn't great in coverage yesterday. Um, and so, in fact... I, I got to go back and actually, like, watch it. Well, got to watch the tape, shit chop. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I got to go back and check that. But just a first viewing, I felt like Bland and Mukwamu were better in coverage than Diggs yesterday. You know, Evans was like – it looked like him and Brady just had no idea what the other one was doing. Like, and, and Troy was talking about how, like, on one play where Brady threw an in and Evans ran like a – Weird slant up, out, yeah, <laughs> up again. It was like, what is he doing? Bobby, you also have a star for the offensive line. Let's talk about that. You know, we've been worried. Flex can be a good and a bad thing, right? Position flex. They always talk about this with the O-line. Yeah. You want someone to have the most reps possible at the position that they're going to play, right? You don't want to take away from that. But, and Mike McCarthy has changed his tune on this, right? Uh, switching guys around the line two years ago was a bad thing. Switching and, up positions for you. And now it's a good thing. So when Jason Peters starts at left tackle, gets hurt, and then Tyler Smith can just slide over there, and Connor McGovern is in the backfield, it feels like that position flex that you had established throughout the entire season was a gift. Yeah, I mean, look, I still, I'm still a little leery of Ron Larry? rotating. Yes, uh... Uh, uh, Tolo, Ron Leary, by the way. Is he? He is. Really? Uh, the 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 rotation, I, I still think is, I, I want stability. I want consistency. I think that that matters. But, you know, it's played out well for them in terms of it's given Jason Peters reps and kept him fresh, and you've been able to do those things. But, yeah, a big star up to the entire offensive line that I thought was really, really good. Uh, Tyler Biotish working his ass off to get back in time to be able to to play in this game. That was great. And Tyler Smith, especially with a star up because of what they're asking him to do as a rookie. You got to think about what they're asking Deron Bland and Tyler Smith to do every week, where it's play tackle, play guard, play tackle, play guard. Deron Bland, uh, you, you need to play nickel. You need to play outside. We need you to do that. Like they are asking That's so hard. much of them. And you don't just, they, they clearly have so much trust in those two guys as rookies because that's some stuff you won't ask veterans to do sometimes and i just think it, it speaks to their not not only who they are as players but their football iq and their football character how about leighton vanderesh star up 
he was good. He he had uh, nine tackles. He had two passes defended. There was that one blitz he had on Brady where he lit him up. I don't know why he's not credited with a quarterback hit. He lit him up on one play that I remember. No, All right. he doesn't. Let's get to y'all star. I want to celebrate with the Tolos. Star up, star down. What do you do about Maher? The Dak praise, Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy. What do you do with the Maher situation? How you feeling about San Francisco? Take it wherever you want with Cowboy Calls at 877-881-1053. Jerry Jones at 830. It's all next with Sean and RJ. Uh- 